Hey, everyone, and welcome to the latest episode in our ongoing month-long coverage of Disneyland and what we love about it. Uh, This week, we're talking about tips from locals on how to get the most out of your Disneyland vacation. And in this episode, we are discussing best practices and tips on dining at Disneyland. But before we get to that, I want to remind everyone we're giving away a lot of prizes this month, including two... Uh, two five-day, four-night stays at the Disneyland Resort, along with gift cards and lots of other stuff that we're giving away throughout the month. If you would like to check that out and learn more about it and see how you might have a chance to win, just head over to www.info.com slash Disneyland and click on the link for contests, and you'll find all the details there. We're also releasing a lot of video along with uh, the shows that we're doing, And uh, if you want to see what we have, what we've shot and put together for you, just head out to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash Diz Unplugged. And joining me at the table this week are my producer, Craig Williams. Hello. The host of the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged, Tom Bell. Hey, folks. Our resident historian and the host of Connecting with Walt, Michael Bowling. Hey there. Hi there. Hi there. President of the Diz and our webmaster, Corey Martin. I'm still happy to be here. And back in the production nook, our associate producers, Oliver Green and Rhino Clavin. Hello. Hello. We need to come up with a name for the, like a, uh, a Benifer name. There's a Ryan Ollie or something like that. Rinaldi. So trying to make Rinaldi. Yeah. Rinaldi. I don't know. I'm not sure if I like that. Very yeah. Italian. <laughs> Rinaldi. All right. So we are talking about uh, six tips that you need to know from locals on how to get the most out of your dining plans and your dining experiences at Disneyland. So I will turn it over to our resident locals. I'm hungry already. (laughs) All right. So number six, uh, we talked in the, during the dining week about uh, the awesome dinners at Steakhouse 55 for a change of pace. Try breakfast at Steakhouse 55 Great breakfast, quiet. Because it's one of the best kept secrets yes. out there. Yes. Nobody seems to know yeah. that they do breakfast at Steakhouse 55. Not only do they do breakfast, but arguably it's the best breakfast you're going to have at Disneyland. Yeah. It is so good. The uh, Eggs Benedict? Mm-hmm. Come on. Yeah, that's what they're known for, the Eggs Benedict. They're excellent. Um, that's what I always get when I go there. Um, well, you and I, you and I, well, did I, did I have the Benedict? I think I was being good because I'd been so bad that week. Because uh, the last day we were uh, at, there, we you and I had breakfast at uh, Steakhouse 55. I had the expanded. And I think I, I just went with like something more simple because I had been I so, so bad that week. Right. And I was like, we were oh. at Food and Wine Festival, Epcot Food and Wine that week, too. It was crazy. <laughs> or no, a California Adventure California Food Adventure Food and Wine, yeah. It does feel like a, a hidden gem because mm-hmm. every, it's never busy in there, and you yeah. almost you know wonder. I hope they keep doing. You, you this. don't need a reservation, yeah. right? No. Unlike dinner, where dinner you really right. should have a reservation for Steakhouse Fifty Five, but for breakfast you don't. You know, every time I've ever gone there, it's just been like kind of last minute. Oh, let me go over there and have breakfast, and never had trouble getting a table. And the service is wonderful, and the food is just outstanding. Yeah. And Did you stay for a- breakfast? Yeah. yeah, yeah, and there's a uh, sort of an understated elegance, I think, to Steakhouse Fifty Five that I enjoy. It's a lot brighter uh, for breakfast. <laughs> a lot, like they've got the lights on, whereas at night for dinner it's very dim. It's very you know kind of 
has that certain type of ambiance. It's a different feel during the day. Still beautiful, and I agree with you. Understated elegance is a great way to put it. Yeah, so. it's a good way to get in if you feel like the dinner might be a little bit too stuffy for you. That that's not your type of eating style. If you still want to see what the restaurant looks like on the inside, see some of the great uh, art that's hanging up all throughout it. Uh, definitely, breakfast is the way to go. Very cool. All right, so number five, we talked about the lobster nachos at at. Um, the Cove Bar, but you also want to check out the secret drink menu at Cove Bar. Um, I found five different secret drinks that they have. So you ask your bartender, hey, what's the secret drinks? Uh, most of them are like Long Island iced tea based. Uh, they have the Fun Wheel, which is like a blue, red, and yellow layers, and then a little Mickey ear on the, on the side. They have the Black Pearl. They have one called Earthquake. Um, there's a Neverland Tea. And they have one called the zombie that's like five different kinds of rum and like pineapple and orange juice and things like that. So really cool. Get your lobster nachos, but then also get special secret menu so drinks. So why, why is it a secret menu? I don't know. Why wouldn't that just be on? Because uh, most of the bars, other, aside from the Carthay bar, most of the bars in the resort use the same drink menu. Ah. So Trader this, Sam's even well, has a lot know, of the same. Uh, yeah, but, but Trader Sam's has their own secret menu as well. Drink menu. I mean, you can even get the the Congaloosh there. The different versions of it. Yeah, you know, from the Adventurers Club. And that's uh, that's a big thing that is definitely not out at Disney World, especially uh, whenever we're talking. Not to get off Cove Bar, but talking about Trader Sam's. Um, our Trader Sam's is stuck on their menu and they refuse to do it. You can ask them for the Kungaloosh, Navy Grog, even something, uh, even a staple on the Disneyland menu, um, like the uh, ship, ship, shipwreck on the rocks. And uh, they refuse to make it. So having that flexibility in Disneyland where they're able to keep these secret menus is, it's pretty cool. Um, definitely unlike anything you'll get out in Disney World. Any any tips for getting into the Cove Bar? Because there's always a line. I, I was yeah. able yeah. I was able to get in because it was just me, and I I thought I'll sit anywhere at the bar. Yeah. yeah. But it seems like there's always a line there. And and they've recently expanded, and there's still a line. Uh, the only th- recommendation is get there early eleven, I think, when they start when the line starts. Start your morning drinking. Start your morning drinking. <laughs> well, have have Bloody have Mary's. Yeah. Have lunch there or something. Um. But I, I did like what they did. They I, I went up there and they take your phone number right. and they'll text you. So you you, stay, that, you can that stay just started in the recently. Area. They're they're kind of testing that. They started recently where they'll text you and give you a couple chances to come back and yeah yeah. All right, number four uh, over at the Boudin Bakery in the Pacific Wharf or the Pacific Wharf Cafe, um, they serve soup and salads in bread bowls. But our tip is to order them separately. Well, not order them separately, but ask them to put the soup or the salad in a separate container. And then you have your soup or your salad. And then you have this big hunk of sourdough bread. You can use it with your soup and your salad. And then you can put it in your bag and carry it around and snack on it the rest of the day. Like a hobbit. Yes, that's like You say you do this, right? I do this because I, I was... It's the Mother Teresa touring plan, yeah. <laughs> I, I was raised in San Francisco, so I, I to me, sourdough bread is, is the best. And I, it, it just pained me that when they served it in a bread bowl, by the time you eat your soup or your salad, 
you're too full to eat this delicious and it's bread. soggy and yeah and yeah so uh so yeah so i started ordering the bread separately and they, they put the same size soup and salad in a little bowl for you and they'll give you a bag for your bread and it's just you don't really need butter for sourdough because it's that it's so flavorful no, it has I, that nice if i remember crust, correctly nancy said they'll cut it up for you they will cut it up for you and um and you can get butter and and apply butter as you go through the day, but it's just a wonderful treat. Now, will they do the same thing in New Orleans Square where you get That's the, what we were the gumbo? About earlier. I, don't, I have never seen anybody do that. So I'm next time I go to Disneyland, I'm going to try, try it. Saving it the, the chowder. Yeah, yeah. All right, number three. Uh, talking about Dole Whips, which we you have out here, but our Dole Whip stand is right outside the Enchanted Tiki Room. So there are two lines for the Dole Whip. Use the inside line. It's in the lobby of the, the Enchanted Tiki Room. And typically, there's a shorter line there. Mm-hmm. Um, people have started learning that, and so the advantage is not as great as it used to be. But still, it's better to go on the inside line, get your Dole Whip, and then take your Dole Whip with you and enjoy the Enchanted Tiki Room because they allow food in there and you can bring your Dole Whip or your Dole Whip float and mm-hmm. listen to the birds sing. Yeah, that's a, it's a big one that you really have to watch throughout the day because uh, I was able to take advantage of this whenever we were out there. Uh, it was around like 1 o'clock and no one had kind of picked up on it yet at that point. So I literally just walked up to the backside of the mm-hmm. counter and was able to get mine within... 30 seconds and then all of a sudden once I did it I would say there was about 10 people that came in right behind me because they saw me going over to that section and doing it so then I think it kind of dies off here and there but um, it, it almost always works and I will argue until the day I die Disneyland Dole Whip tastes better than Walt Disney World's um, I think because it is just slightly closer to Hawaii, but the best you can still get is at the Dole Plantation. Yes, absolutely. So it's go, if it you want the second best Dole Whip, you can hemispheres get. away. Yeah. yeah, I agree. I just had it a week ago. The closer ago. you get to the mothership. Exactly. Yeah, because okay. they put chunks of pineapple in their Dole Whip. Oh, it's delicious. But and you're, you're, if, you're, if you've only been to the Dole Whip here at the Magic Kingdom, you're thinking, what's the big deal? The line for the Dole Whip at our Tiki Room is the only place you can really get Get it at Disneyland is some extends all the oh, way crazy. into Adventureland. I, I, it always blows it, me away huge. the size of that line, rain or shine, and uh, and so going using Tom's tip, even if there's a, a line inside the the patio, the Tiki Room or Lanai, um, it, it'll still save you so much time. And you get an umbrella and a cherry mm-hmm. in the floats out there. You don't get that here. Oh. You just get a crappy little plastic straw stuck in it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We, find, we can't just, even find a way to make Dole Whips bitter. <laughs> it's a special gift you have. It really is. But out here oh, you can you. get the Dole Whip with what, coconut rum or something on it? Yes, you can. Yes, I've had that. It's tasty. <laughs> <laughs> All right, number two on our list of dining tips. Don't obsess about reservations. Uh, Disneyland is a different animal when it comes to trip planning. Uh, Disney World, it's what, six months? Mm-hmm. Uh, no. Uh, for most places, you can probably get a reservation the day before. The exception may be Blue Bayou, um, some of the character meals and things like that. Napa Rose tends Napa- to <laughs> fill up. Especially on special occasions. Yeah. yeah that's, that's, those go so sell it instantly. So the fine dining, sure. 
But if you just want to get into uh, Cafe Orleans, where we talked about things like that, most of those you can make a the the day before, a couple days before, some even the day of. We've done that with like Carnation Cafe stuff. Just uh, there's what a couple hours. Like you can't do it like two hours or something before right, the reservation. Right. Oh, but you, we've done that sometimes. In uh, December, Kylie and I booked. We it was like two thirty, and we wanted to eat at Carnation Cafe. Mm-hmm. We were able to book at three thirty. Oh, and excellent. So basically, okay. we just kind of moseyed along to get there, and by mm-hmm. the time we were able to get seated early and everything too. And I mean that's just unheard of yeah. in Walt Disney World. Yeah, exactly. Like that. Yeah, you don't have to. You don't have to do the kind of commando touring plans at Disneyland. No, no spreadsheets that you need to do uh, at Disney World a lot. So, yeah. is Carthy's Circle Restaurant another one where maybe they should make advance reservations? Yes. It's, it's yeah. advisable. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's advisable. Most of the time, they do not accept walk-ins. Every once in a while, midweek or something. I well, guess. I think with any of the signature yeah. restaurants, yeah. make a reservation. It's just you don't have to make it six yeah. months ahead of time. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. All right, the number one tip for dining, this is for Corey, at the well, at Disneyland Resort, corn dogs are special at Corey Disneyland. or Craig? All of them. Well, Craig. Craig's, Craig? Craig? Okay. Craig's the whole okay. corn dog person. Okay. Yeah. Craig was the one losing his, his mind. For, for very good reasons, I lose <laughs> my mind over the corn dogs. Uh, and this is the advice, though, that Corey did need whenever he thought he could just walk up to any old counter and get a corn dog. Yep. Better. You have mm. to get it though at one specific location right. is the absolute best. Mm-hmm. Go for it, Michael. Oh, that and that's the little red wagon next to the Plaza Inn at the end of Main Street in the hub. It, the, it's a line, but it's worth it. Um, they're the larger dogs; they taste better. They're fresh, and um, they're excellent. You can you can get corn dogs a couple different places. At you can get them at the Stage Door Cafe. You can get them over at California Adventure, but don't. I felt cheated because yeah. I paid the As same well, price should, and yeah. I got shorted. It was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there's so many places I can go with that. But I won't because we want to keep a, you a can family use your, friendly um, environment on our show. Annual pass holder discount there too, right? Because uh, mm. when I was a cast member, I used my discount there. I don't believe so. Oh, no, I'm just kidding. No. Quick search. Yeah, cast members can get discounts that annual pass holders don't get. Oh, well. so, uh, Sorry, no, these These corn dogs, they just... They taste better than any other corn dogs you'll get anywhere in the world. I don't, and it's also, as you've mentioned before, with dining at Disneyland, it's the consistency. I've never had one that was burnt. I've no, it's always, always perfect. Uh, and something about the batter, it has that right level of sweetness where the the corn dog has the oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna lose my mind just thinking well, about it. I'm gonna stop now before I embarrass myself. And it's kind of tucked away. You have to. Look for it. The wagon? Oh, yeah. No, it's just right just off to the, the side of the plaza. Um, yeah, it's it's just special. It's a, it's this, you know, you think corn dog. I can get a corn dog anywhere. You can't get these anywhere. You can't, I mean, you can't even get a different representation of them. Like at Disney World, at one of our food trucks we have at Disney Springs, they try to recreate the Disneyland corn dog there. And it just... It doesn't. But well, they, the they've same. been using the same oil since 1955. <laughs> <laughs> I like mine with heritage and history. Yes. And I think botulism. <laughs> I think Michael because it comes with what uh, chips or chips or apples, but I think you can order it a la carte. Yes, yes. for a slight, slightly lower price, right? And I highly right. recommend that. Yeah, because you you get the but choice was- of either chips or apples. Just get it by itself. 
get two and then <laughs> definitely throw away the chips. It's jeez, I'm gonna die at the age of fifty with the way I eat these things. <laughs> All right, so recapping uh, locals top six tips for dining at Disneyland for a change of pace. Do breakfast at Steakhouse fifty five. Number five, the secret drink menu at the Cove Bar. Uh, number four, the Boudin Bakery in the Pacific Wharf area of California Adventure. Ask for your soup bowl, super salad bowl, with a super salad in a separate container, and then carry the bread around like a poor person and snack on it throughout the day. Um, It'll save only you allow money. your children, only allow your children to <laughs> snack on the bread from the bag. No, you cannot have popcorn, Timmy. Here is a little piece of bread. <laughs> you can't have And it's a Mi- all you get until breakfast tomorrow. You can't have a Mickey bar, have a piece of bread. <laughs> <Get> some bread. <laughs> um, number three, if you're going to get a Dole Whip outside the Tiki Room in the Disneyland Park, use the inside line that's off the lanai as opposed to the outside line that stretches back to New Orleans Square. Um Number two, you do not have to make dining reservations months in advance, oftentimes only uh, the day before or even the day of will work. And number one, get your corn dogs at the Little Red Wagon at the end of Main Street next to the Plaza Restaurant in the Disneyland Park. They're bigger and better. (laughs) And that's always good. (laughs) So that... (laughs) Who just gave all <laughs> I've got a bunch of eighth graders in here. All right, that is going to do it for this episode. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time with another edition of the Dis Unplugged. Thanks for being with us, everyone, and remember, bigger is always better. <laughs>